Well, we're here with our good friend, Dr. Rick. Thanks for being here today. Hey, John, so fun. Thank you for uh, having me. Just for you all to know, a couple of program notes. One is, we just recorded this session. It was fabulous, <laughs> but I forgot to plug in this stupid microphone. John! <laughs> so we have to do it all over <laughs> again. Okay. And there were moments of epiphany when it was really clear God was speaking. So sorry you have to miss that. <laughs> and um, also, we were getting ready to do this, and I went in to shave, and I saw I had this enormous zit on my nose which I thought that's gonna be kind of distracting, especially because we have kind of a cool camera now that is sharp <laughs> enough to catch that stuff. But when I popped it, it was bleeding all over. So I have this with me. If it gets distracting, just you tell me. You told me to tell you if you're bleeding, yep, I will, yep. And I will, okay. I will stop the blood. Um, we're in a series about making your life count. Mm -hmm. uh, we all have this drive for significant and God has put that in us and it's a good thing, but it so easily gets distorted and puts us down the wrong paths. We're learning right now from this character, Ignatius of Loyola. Mm -hmm. And uh, I talked recently about how when he was younger, he was a soldier. Uh, he was a presence in the court. Uh, he wanted to be a dashing romantic figure with many romantic conquests. And then he hit this big setback, terrible loss in a battle, cannonade, injured his leg, so he was no longer a dashing mm -hmm. figure. He spent a long time in a place at Manresa thinking about what should his future look like? We all have to make decisions about what are we gonna do with our lives? He came up with a really interesting framework. He said sometimes he would have fantasies and daydreams about being a great soldier and a dashing courtly figure, and that felt good. And then other times he thought about, I wanna serve God. I wanna be a person of noble character. I wanna cultivate humility and love and compassion. And that felt good. But what he discovered was when he sat with them, that sense of goodness around self-serving fantasies faded away. And it felt good for a moment, but that idea of I will live to make other people think well of me, or I will live to build up this impressive pile of accomplishments and uh, have all of the trophies of a soldier, that became kind of empty as he sat with it. Whereas when he thought of I want to develop a noble character. I want to be the kind of person that honors God. I want to be somebody who builds into the lives of others. The goodness of that didn't fade. That stuck with him. And so uh, he actually developed a framework for decision-making around sitting with scenarios and allowing over time the goodness or the shallowness of that to emerge mm -hmm. became very powerful. And you were talking about uh, how our desires to make our lives count can sometimes lead us in wrong directions and wrong pathways. So go to it. I've just loved this current series you're on uh, about we're made to count and the drive that we have for significance. And it got my brain just stirring about um, a talk that Henry Nouwen gave a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And it probably comes from my just passion to understand how does self-concept, self-esteem work. People come to therapy yeah. and they often have poor self-esteem or no self-esteem or that sort of thing. And um, He was talking one time about uh, something that had been liberating for him. And it, it's kind of a four-point like idea mm -hmm. that I repeat now over the years, uh, just hundreds and hundreds of times and talk about it a lot with clients. So Henry Nouwen said, you are not what you do. You are not what you have. You are not what others think of you. You are what God thinks of you. Mm. And what does God think of you? And he writes so movingly about the life of the beloved, that we are the beloved. Mm. Um, 
and that idea of pursuing anything in the first three to feel better about yourself, yep. to your accomplishments. <clears throat> yep. And you and I are both threes on the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're like achievement junkies. Yeah. And I've always, you know, sought to feel good about myself by either having a good resume or playing something well at sports or mm -hmm. doing that sort of thing. Or what you have, just the whole materialism drive that in some ways is in all of us. Um, and then what other people think of you. It made me think about uh, that passage in early Corinthians where Paul's talking about he doesn't care what others think of him. He also doesn't care what he thinks of him. <laughs> he says God is his judge. So yeah. what matters to Paul? So to that third point about being... I almost think of these as three possible prisons for, for Oh gosh, human that's days. a great image. Yes. Yeah, that I can be a prisoner of what I do. And, and so my self-worth. Have I accomplished enough? Yeah. Uh, I cannot let myself out of that cage. My well-being is a function yeah. of how, how I'm doing or maybe how my family's doing or my mm -hmm. marriage is doing or that sort of thing. Um, or it can be a prisoner of what I have, uh, my bank account or that sort of thing. Or very easily a prisoner. I think that's a hard one for me too, of what other people think of me. Mm -hmm. And to to try to unhook that, I mean, I'm, not, I'm a realist. I know you can never completely unhook from those three things, John. But the, the value of maybe building practices or pursuing the truth here, I guess. Mm. Uh, and it feels like such a more substantive base yeah. of like thinking about myself yeah. in self-regard. Yeah. And how do, when, you th when you think about practices that help me, because I know my default mode is uh, I want to do remarkable things. Um, having is there for me, although it's probably less tempting for me. But for me, the big one is just having other people think I'm doing really well. Yeah. Um, uh, how can we actually uh, help ourselves move from those kind of prisons into the freedom of being the beloved of God? Part of it, it, that's a really good question, is is naming this. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's something you and I do on a regular basis, is we will name things like this, like the honest truth about what we're pursuing and why we're pursuing it. So I think investigating that. But I think that's a, that's a really interesting question about practices. Um, a thing I did a few years ago, uh, I feel like a, a struggle for me, and you know this, John, is that I've known God loves me mm -hmm. in my head, but I didn't really feel it. I hadn't made that migration. The journey to, from the head to the heart. The journey from the head to the yeah. heart. So this other friend of mine uh, suggested that every morning I ask uh, in my sort of quiet time, if you will, is how will you love me By the today? way, if Nancy's watching, she just threw up in her mouth a little bit. Oh, she doesn't like the quiet she time. She hates the expression I quiet said. time. So substitute... Time of reflection. Mindfulness experience. <laughs> yes, sacred journey. Something like that. Whatever it is that works so for you. So sorry, Nancy, who yeah. I love dearly. Yeah. Um, but to ask uh, God, how will you love me today? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of oh, the day... Oh, I love day, that question. To, yeah, isn't that an interesting question? Yeah. And then to reflect later on at the end of the day, how oh. did you love me? And I did that for a couple of years. Oh. I think that was just part of what aided me. And I'm not free of those prisons, mm -hmm. but I'm freer. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people I get to work with, I get to talk with, that if we start to pay attention to this, that we can get freer. It's a kind of freedom. 
to not be spending my best energy pursuing good feelings or or sense of well-being from those three things. Well, I like that. So um, when I get to the end of today, instead of forgetting that I got to be with you today or not connecting the dots, I actually stop and think, oh, God, that was a gift from you. You were loving me by letting me be with Rick in that that's way. That's exactly what I would do after today. So it's yeah. I get to see you in person. Mostly we get to talk on the phone, but yep. today I get to see you in person. So exactly, that'd be the sort of thing. But even, you know, I remember doing this very regularly. You do little things like just thank you for like indoor plumbing. Yeah. Like that was, that's a very cool. That's thing very cool. That yeah, we have. I'm all for that. Not everybody has that, yeah. you know, if, if yeah. we're honest. So uh, to be able to, to do that and to pursue that. Mm -hmm. To experience in concrete ways the goodness of life as God's expressing his love for me. Right. right. So, so that's the invitation. That's what we want to do together as the Fellowship of the Withered Hand. And as you go through this day, let's just take a moment right now and think these thoughts together. You are not what you do. You do not have to be tormented by your resume, your achievements, you don't have to try to make them look bigger than they are in your eyes or the eyes of anybody else. That's not you. You are not what you have. You cannot secure your life by accumulating enough money, whatever the place is where you live, whatever it is that you may drive or ride in. That's not your identity. You are not what other people think of you. And mostly other people aren't really thinking about you all that much <laughs> anyway, honest, so yeah. uh, that's not you. You are the beloved of God. Your, your soul is of infinite worth as that old Christmas carol, Holy Night, until he appeared and the soul felt its worth. You are uh, of uh, inexpressible worth because you are the beloved child of God, just you, just as you are. So we will live in that today and make today count. All right, the microphone was plugged in. That was good. That's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here at becomenew.me. If you'd like to receive the daily emails that go along with each video, let us know at becomenew.me at gmail.com. Or if you want prayer, you can text us at 855-888-0444.